Hey. Hey. How you doing? It's good to have so, you. <laughs> that was smooth, wasn't it? So, so good smooth. to have you here this morning um, or Next today. Week. Whenever you're watching this, even tonight. Next week. It could be, because now is now. Even though we're broadcasting in this now, you could be watching it later. Now is that. But it's now for you. So um, does that sort of sound weird? I don't know why we're going there. No. But that's good. It's great to have you here this morning. Wasn't that great worship? I love singing the praises of God. Yeah. And um, today we've got 20 people here. 20? 20 people plus our skeleton crew. Uh, Some of them are more bony than the others. I'm less bony. Yes. I'm big bony. You are. Look at me. You, you're looking like you've hardly got any clothes on. It's cold. I don't, that sounds bad. I'm glad that there's a visual to that <laughs> and not just an audio. Sorry to those on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am wearing clothes and yeah. I've got enough to cover my body. Maybe there's a little bit of my leg. That's but we've okay. hit winter. That's why. I know. We've wow. just entered winter here in the Southern Hemisphere. So hello, happy winter to everyone around the world in the Southern Hemisphere at the moment in South Africa and <laughs> the rest of the regions of Africa and where else? New Zealand. New Zealand. Tasmania. New Zealand. Tasmania is part of Australia. Tasmania to the great nation of Tasmania. <laughs> they wish. Oh, that sounded bad, didn't oh, it? Oh, we love like, Tasmania. Yeah. Tasmania. Hey, I've, I've, this week, there's been so much going on um, around the planet. Just a lot going on. People, uh, um, yeah. and, and justly so. Like, to, to really reflect on this properly, um, there, there was a tragedy that happened, and uh, it shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have, like, but mankind, is we're just a strange creature. Things come out. Of even bad things come out of even good people's lives, yeah. you know, and that's why we can't go on a reasoning moral standard because you can always reason the moral standard that you want to hold. You can always right. justify where you are. And people are asking for justice at the moment. Yeah. We just had massive, um, not protests, but what would you call them? Um, rallies. Rallies, thank you. Rallies in Australia um, in the midst of our, our lockdown. We've had yeah. rallies here in Australia, people um, out. Wanting justice. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a funny thing because we want justice for a certain thing, but the only one that can really provide real justice cause, is God. Yeah, that's true. He is just and, and He is good. And I, I was just thinking about when we face hard times and, um, and we face some struggles in life and difficulties, there's, there's one thing, there's one main thing that gets us through these, and that's promises and hope. Yeah. To stand on promises. Like when you're going through tough times, to be able to stand on a promise yeah, and to actually right. stand and hold on to a hope, yeah. it's so important. Um, and the promises of God gives us hope. The, the promises that God it's gives true. give us hope because it, it shows us that he understands through Jesus, but he, it also shows us that he's got a... a um, an answer, and not yeah. just an answer. He's got a good future for us, <laughs> and not just it. an answer, but a solution, it. a total solution to every single problem that we would ever face in life. Yeah, yeah. God He's has ready. an answer for it. He's so ready for it. Um, we can protest and we can we can have do all those things, but really, as believers, God says when things like this happen, we need to. There's a number one thing we need to do, and we've been talking about this the whole time. If my people who are called by my name will yeah. humble themselves. See, that's not standing up and going, oh, I want justice. It's like saying, God, be just, yeah. be merciful. Yeah. And um, yeah, it doesn't mean we ignore challenges or we ignore hard times or difficulties. We've got to that's look true. for ways to go through them. 
we need to be, have a dialogue. But I was watching the news this morning, and there was this um, somebody from the, I think it was the New South Wales Parliament, and he was just trying to explain why we need to have social distancing in the midst of doing our um, wow. protests and all that. And they were just shutting him down, saying, oh, how dare you? How dare you? And every time he tried to speak, we need to have adult dialogues in That's times true. of the like this. Going through this whole season, it's, you've got to have maturity in there. So yeah, uh, can't ignore the challenges. Sorry, That's I was on true. that stream, wasn't I? Um, and as we see trouble at the moment and strife, you, you might be really anxious about this time or anxious about this season because um, Australia, we've just been told we're in a recession and, um, and they're saying, and the worst is still to come. What a great prospect oh, that is. Just, who who now, because I've, I've actually you know, lifted the lampshade and I've you shined the light on it, Peek, the worst is out. still to come. Oh, Still coming, the worst. You think it's been bad up until now? Oh. <laughs> I love Brian Houston. His slogan is, the best is still yeah, to come. Yeah, come on, let's go. You hear let's him go say it all the time. See what the, he says. And see that guy's a genius yeah. just for saying that all the time. The best is still to come. Because what does that do? That just is keeping your eyes on the hope, keeping your eyes on the solution. And our job in this time is to keep our heart focused on that solution. And that solution is Jesus. Jesus. That solution, God didn't just find an answer. He found the solution, the solution to every problem. The solution to loneliness, the solution to, to ill health, the solution to... To everything in life, you know, yeah. just the yeah. solution to, you know, c- conflict, yep. having peace in your life. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Sorry, I'm, I'm just thinking along these lines. I'm, I'm just Punch it shooting out. the breeze at the moment. But, it's good, though. But can we pray for, um, especially yeah. Washington, right at the moment, they are, they're, they're expecting a million people in Washington in the wow. um, District of Columbia Man. to uh, have a million people coming in there. And most of them aren't there to just, um, yeah, protest quietly. They're, there's something pent up in, in humankind that just wants to vent their anger and look for any opportunity. That's why we see, you know, looting and pillaging and people's being hurt. And there's, yeah. no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. No. Like, if you want to make a protest, you can, but, but doing it peacefully. I love how Gandhi did that. You know, he, he stood against the, what he thought was the, the corrupt British... Um, colonialism of, of India, but he did it through peaceful, um, non-combative protesting. And not that I'm trying to give anybody an answer to anything, but mm. Jesus gives us Jesus. the way to, to actually see this correctly. And for us that know the Word of God, actually thinking about that, to go to face these troubles and problems not knowing the promises of God. To face troubles in life not knowing the promises of God. Yeah. To go through challenges and difficulties not knowing the promises of God. And you might be listening right now and you don't know the full promises of God. Um, I can tell you there are plenty of them. Yeah. The Word of God is not a strict rule book. The Bible isn't a strict rule book of what you no. can and can't do. It is a dialogue yeah. between heaven and earth, yeah. opening up a way for us to have peace, to have harmony, to have balance in our life, Thank and not only that, to how to live the good life and have a good life here on earth, as well as a good relationship with God in heaven. Wow, man. That's so, so can good. we um, just pray? For our nation and the conflict that's going on within our nation and with the indigenous population as well, 
but also with America and the nations of the world because this is spreading all over. So, yeah. yeah. Can, we, can we agree on that, guys? Yes. We've got a whole team here agreeing this morning. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's go. Oh, Father you, God, Father. you are the King of heaven. Thank you, Father. Yes, Thank God. you, Lord, for your peace. Yes. You are just, you are holy, and you are good, Father God. Lord, I thank you that you have poured out your spirit on all mankind. And right now, I thank you for your spirit of peace, your spirit of wisdom, your spirit of revelation being poured out over the District of Columbia in Washington right now. As there is a a congestion of people gathering together for one purpose. But Father, I just ask that by your spirit, you would just move on the nation of America, on the nation of the United States, and just, Father, cause a change and a shift. To take place. May forgiveness take place. May love permeate the the atmosphere of America. Father, I thank you for Australia and the nations of the world. Father, thank you for Australia and and peace in our nation and harmony in our nation. May forgiveness flow. May peace flow. May love be part of our our agenda and our nature and our atmosphere. Yes. Oh, it's not too far away, that, that kind of thinking. Father, thank you for, for forgiveness flowing. Thank you, Father, for peace flowing. Healing. And thank you for Healing. love permeating our nation and the airways of our nation. In Jesus' mighty name, yeah. amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, amen. That's not a small thing to ask for. Like people will go, no. oh, they're just words. No, they're not. They're profound words. Yeah. And, and it's a great, great thing to ask God for. Peace, <laughs> harmony, and balance. I've, I, can I keep talking? You can keep talking. I'm oh, gonna... is, is it right? That's fine with me. Is it fine, that, it's fine with you? Uh, <laughs> you know that I've, I've, my, my back's been really bad during this. I don't know why, but during the shutdown, the lockdown, my back, I've had a back injury since, um, oh, like for nearly 28, 29 years. I think I was 21 when it happened. Wow. Yeah. That's a while. So 29, coming up to 30 years. I feel old all of a sudden. Um, and right at the moment, I've realised that I've had a, yeah, a period where my back's been really painful and, and I couldn't work out what was going on. I was trying to stretch, trying to get everything balanced and, and that was the key, balance and harmony. Uh, but oh. I realised, going to my therapist, Brenton, who's a genius, he um, has identified muscles that are weak, muscles that are strong and where there's adverse pulling and so whether there's a strong muscle and a weak muscle one's firing and the other one's firing as well but it's not as strong so it's spasming and so I've got this battle in my body at the moment um where I'm in disharmony and and it's out of balance it's Mm. it's not peaceful I lose mobility I I lose the ability to reason well I lose the ability to to speak better English than I used to did I lose a lot of these abilities but you think of it the body is just, our, our human body is one thing. And scripture says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And when you start saying, wow, when I'm in harmony and when I'm in balance, it's so much better. And we take it for granted. Like all of you that don't have pain in your body at the moment, I bet you're just thinking they're going, I can't even like, think how, what he's talking about. But, yeah. you know, exactly. No, I do, yeah. You're there hard. doing it. It's difficult it's to imagine. Together. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But the same with, okay, let's just put this a body, human body, we'll talk about the body of Christ. If there is strong areas and weak areas and they're not in harmony and they're in conflict, yeah. you get tension, you, do. you don't have good communication, you don't have good mobilization, you don't move forward, you're, you're locked up. You're not free, you're not moving easy yeah. and, you, and, you, 
and your hearing is affected as well. Yeah. Like my wife is yelling at me and I'm like, sorry? I can't hear it because there's this screaming in my head going, you're in pain. You're in pain. But think All about, right. okay, a community yeah. as a body, a community if it's strong and weak in areas and it's intention and not in harmony, mm. it's all blown out. There is so... What about a nation? Yeah. What about an economy? It scales up. What about it? a marriage? Scales up, scales down. Yeah. Where there is tension and there is... I don't like tension in relationships. It's that walking on eggshells. Moodiness. Yes. That walking on eggshells. This isn't where I was going this morning, but um, the Holy, we just want to be led by the Holy Spirit yeah. and just have a chat. And, but I know that when I'm in harmony with my wife, there's no tension, no eggshells, then it's, it's beautiful. I know when I'm in harmony with my body and I'm not going, you filthy body, why can't you move at the moment and angry with it? I, there's, there's balance and harmony there. But how much more as, as a people? Because we're not, we're not different coloured people. We are the human race. Yeah. We're not broken up into, we identify. Imagine if we were all blind and we could not tell what the other person's colour was. It, yeah. Yeah. We would still would find fault. That's like, that's just the way we are. We just, because if something is a little bit different to the way that I like it, then I don't like you. But it's not that at all. When we have balance, when we have harmony, and that's the way that God meant it to be, because yeah. there is freedom in Christ Jesus. I'm going to go back to my notes now because I'm, I just want to talk about Proverbs 25 too. Wow. I, uh, Bill Johnson, if you have not heard Bill Johnson's message from Bethel from last week, um, please grab that podcast. Yeah. It is Listen, profound. Yeah. It is really, wow. really good. But he used this scripture, and it just reminded me so much of where we're at as, as humans and where we're at like in the, in the whole tale of mankind at the moment. But Proverbs 25, 2 says this, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings yeah. is to search out a matter. So it's the glory of God to conceal something, to conceal a thing. And, and he doesn't conceal it from us. He conceals it for us. Oh, yeah, come on. He doesn't conceal it from us. He conceals, us, conceals it from, for us. Because like when you're That's... a child, if your parents just said, here's the keys to the car and the house, there's the fridge, yeah. go on as you please and just treat them like an adult. No, 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 you've got to show them where the boundary lines are. <laughs> Five minutes and it's Imagine over. if God just opened up everything to us and just said, here you go, and you didn't have to, because easy come, easy go. No. Yeah, isn't that? That's but so when true. you actually have to, you have to seek it out, seek out something valuable in life, then wow. um, that's where, and you, you realise the worth of it, mm. the worth of something there's something, there is, there is rest, there is peace when you realise what has value and what has worth Whoa, yes. in your life. Value. Yeah. I'm handballing now. Like, oh, I have handball? not stopped talking. So. No, that's great. I mean, it's great to, this is fantastic. I love, I don't know if you guys have been enjoying it the last few weeks, how there's a conversation goes. Um, mm. Just hearing from different people, the perspective is fantastic. Um, and talking about value, like... Um, we value things differently. Uh, maybe oh. it depends on our on our background, yeah. on our on our culture. Things are all valued differently, and and, and I love the the culture of God, the kingdom of God. The value is set right, isn't it? Yes. Like value is yes. because we all it's put in place. We, we all have the right perspective when we see it the way the kingdom, yeah. of, the way God sees it. When He sees us, uh, the value in each person. If we see them the same way, then. Then we set things right. We don't. There's no conflict. There's no, none of that out of order you're mm. talking about in in our ourselves, in our families, in our nation. Uh, 
value is set right. And yeah. and it's it's interesting. I was I was reading one John two, um, talking about the chap, well, chapter two, fifteen to seventeen. It talks about um, setting your affections of the heart on this world and like Ooh. the systems and the way the world yep. this world works. The values of this world aren't, aren't in order. They're not. They're not even. They're all about haves and have-nots. They're Way all about um, power and no power. It's all about money and um, no money. One type. Rich you're not that type, so you're not in. Yep. And, and that's not the way God's kingdom works. And, and we see it. And we we look with our. I don't know about you, but sometimes I look that way. And 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 you know we need to have a bit of a shake-up in our in our mm. head and change our perspective because our perspective is is what's going to help us see things the right way. Um, why was I talking about the verse? That's right. Yeah, 1 John 2.16. Excellent. So don't set your, uh, the affections of your heart on this world. Uh, and it talks there, this world, it's talking about the, the whole circle of earthly goods, the endowment of riches, the advantages and pleasures, um, however frail or fleeting they may be, and the desire and the seduction of this world, right, and, and the way things are. Don't set your eyes on that, um, yeah. on what the world can offer you, the gratification of the flesh. It talks about the, the pride of life, the yep. pride of the eyes and the, the lust, lust of, of the flesh. There yep. we go. Not setting that because um, the world and all its desires are, are, are going in the away. process yeah. of passing away. Whoa. Um, but those who love to do the will of the Lord live forever. Um, and, you know, we don't need to rely on the way this world works. If we do, then mm. things fall apart because it's going to pass away. Like even even at the moment you may be you may have lost things or, or businesses maybe not be going well and you're like I can get that back and I can build that back up, um, but we can trust in strength ourselves or trust in God. Yeah, come on. Because whatever I lose, I can still rebuild it. But th- there is a strength that God has placed within us, and it's not to build or to highly favour the temporary things of this world, because that's like you know our strength yeah. in life that's temporary. Because yeah. you get older, yeah. you get frail. Yeah. That's the way uh, our bodies grow old. Uh, that will pass away. Mm. Um, but to place our, our value in eternal things, in kingdom things, in, yeah. in the way God sees things. And that's, that's when you start valuing things properly. When we don't see them the way this, this world and the system of this world works, we see them <laughs> the way the kingdom of God works. Yes. And that's that perspective change. And Jesus talked about that all the way through the way. He talked about, um, you know, Who's greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He grabs a kid. And, um, and Charles yes. said, this yeah. the greatest to be like this, um, to see things the way a child t- sees things and to see God the way the child sees God. That's, that's greatest in yes. the kingdom of heaven. Man, we need that perspective change. And mm. I don't know, if, if you need that perspective change, it's not too far away, is it? No. Like if you need a change, because yep. uh, the Holy Spirit is leading you to this point where you're like, I need change. And the Holy Spirit's like, yes, you're getting it. You're nearly there, and, and all you need is God. Mm. Show me, show me, mm. how, help me. And even if you don't know God right now, you can reach out and you can say, God, show me, help me change my perspective. Help me to see things the way that you do. And that's where the hope comes from. He fills your heart with hope and changes. And, and transformation is not far away, like that way of changing and thinking. It's, yeah. not, it's not hard. And, and like, it's not like we're saying the world is bad, because I love creation. See, see, if you <laughs> look at that, that scripture really superficially, you just see, okay, the world sucks yeah. and heaven's great. Well, no, no, but God actually glorifies himself no, through right. the whole of creation. But the system that we have created, so it's mankind's system mm. in the world. That's what, 
And that's, that's why right. it's talking about God conceals things. It's his glory to conceal things so Whoa. that when you go looking for it, oh, you see it and you go, God, this is amazing. And it, it's actually the honor of kings to, uh, to seek them out. So if you hear it, like ever read wow. something like that and you just go, that doesn't make sense, seek it out. Oh. Because it's Come our on. right as kings because we are now in a royal position under Jesus. We are adopted yeah. by the king because it says that he is the king of kings. Amen. We're the kings. We're the kings. We are the ones that have that authority. And that sounds like a presumptuous sort of <laughs> like top-heavy sort of thing to say. But when you actually realize we all have authority over yeah. ourselves yes. and over what is in our responsibility we and we must operate and have, take that responsibility up, um, it, it's really interesting. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to cough. <laughs> oh, good job. One thing you don't want to do during COVID is sneeze or cough in public. I was standing next to somebody talking to them in a pharmacy, and this sneeze just came out of nowhere. I had no time. It just went like that. And this person was like, Why didn't you cover up? And I, go, I had no time. And there's always time. There's always time to cover up. <laughs> Poor lady. Um, that. But value, worth. Okay, I, we talked about this earlier, but I, my wife's birthday was um, the end of April. Yeah. And so I made a ring for her. I'm still harping on about this ring because it it's so beautiful. <laughs> Get as much it out is of it profound as you can. how good oh. I am. It, <laughs> pride comes before a fall. Uh, no, I, I'm actually, it was my first shot and I made this ring. It's pretty impressive. So, so my um, Lee, the my jeweler, our jeweler friend, he, he said, now you can sort of work on... Because I wanted to make my, my... I had small hands when I got married. I've got man's hands now. <laughs> but my ring looks really tiny <laughs> on my <laughs> hand. So I'm like, I need a thicker ring. So, yes. But the, the problem oh, is oh. gold at the moment is nuts. Oh. It's gone... Like I, I was... For those that are in the know, gold in Australia in the last 12 hours has dropped $60. And I'm wondering per ounce... But you still got to spend twenty four hundred dollars. It's only a small <laughs> yeah. amount of what it's. <laughs> yes, that's right. But what is gold? People like I, and so I mm. told Adrian I've got gold fever at the moment. I'm looking everywhere for gold. I'm even thinking about buying. I'm buying a gold detector to go looking at. Just go looking for where people have lost gold. Where? Where could it be? I, I've got to find it. And I'm thinking about this whole gold fever that people used to get, and they would do anything um, to get the gold. They yeah. would. And I was, um, sorry, I'm going to digress for a second, but I was watching the, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix. There you wow. Go. And there was one tale in there about this guy who went out into the bush where no one else had been in America, and he, and he goes looking for gold, and he finds it. And he doesn't take just every little bit of gold. He goes looking until he sees the pocket of gold, and he, and he finds some little bits in the water and then gradually works his... And he finds the gold and he digs down and he finds the vein. And just as he finds it, he's like, yes. And he stands up in this hole that he's in the ground and he sees a shadow behind him. And as it pans back, there's a guy with a gun behind him and shoots him in the back. So he falls on the ground. You see a bullet hole. And um, he's on the ground and the guy's standing there. And eventually he realizes he's dead, puts his gun away, climbs into the hole, goes to turn the prospector over, and he's still alive. 
knocks him with his shovel, gets on top of him, grabs his gun, bang, 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 and he goes, you filthy animal, you wait until I do all the work and then you come and do it. You could have helped me do this together, but you just wanted to steal the thing. People will do anything for what they think is valuable or worth, and they'll even hurt other people or steal off other people. And God says, don't have hands that are feet that are quick to run yeah. towards evil yeah. or hands that are quick to shed innocent blood. That's true. You know, he hates those type of things. Yeah. And um, it made me think about how people, we just, we will rush past. So what is gold really? What, where is the value in gold? Now, it is the most um, it, um, inert um, metal yep. that we have. It's, you can mix it with other metals, but when you heat it up again, it separates. It is such a, mm. a, a unique, profound, malleable. Like, you know, all this, yeah. recently, SpaceX went up in, into the... Um, sent NASA's pilots up into the, um, the space station. Um, Elon Musk was dancing around, um, having a good time. But you know their, their masks? That's actually hammered gold that stops the radiation getting through, but they can see through it. It's, it's hammered so thin that you can see through it. They reckon that you can get an ounce of gold and hammer it thin so it'll cover a football field. That's how amazing gold is. Wow. But where is the real value? Where is the real worth? Only in what we place on Put it, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Because I, I looked at the last 20 years of gold prices, and for so long it was at like $1,500 a kilogram. Uh, sorry, an ounce. Kilogram. kilogram. That'd be nice. <laughs> I'd buy some now. Um, and then it just skyrocketed up to three grand, and you know, and yeah. it's been up and down and up and down, but it hasn't dropped back down. But people are, what is gold really worth? It's actually so that we can buy valuable things in life. Gold is only valuable because of what it represents, yep. being able to have a good lifestyle, be able to protect your family, provide for your family. Mm. But people will put all those things aside, spending time with family so that they can go and earn for their family. And they say, well, well you, I provided for you. Why don't you love me? And it's like, we don't know you because you were always at work <laughs> and you weren't with us. That's the body out of harmony. Or a community where people are just all greed-oriented, greed-oriented, trying to get what's valuable. But what is actually the value in a community? People. Yes. We overlook what is actually what the real worth is, and God sees it in humankind. God yeah. sees it in his creation. We are made in his image to reflect his glory, and oh. we have the ability to do it, to actually have worth and value in our lives, to be worthy to be a child Ooh, of God. Wow. And Jesus opens that door for us to be able to do it. So I, I'm just looking at that and, and seeing how there's things that we think are valuable that really aren't valuable. And, <laughs> and like what you were talking about before, um, where's the, the scripture? You know the one we were talking about? The, um, yeah, Psalm 20, verse 7. We were talking about this earlier. Some trust in chariots ah. and some in horses. Um, but we trust in I the trust name him. of the Lord yes. our God. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. That's in Psalms 27, not 27, 20 verse 7. Kylie told me I had to say the scriptures twice so people could find them. So look up Psalm 20 really verse 7. That's, 7. What? That's a really good idea. To look it up. The, to say, to say it, it a few times. I'm backing up your Because I didn't give it to Jesse, so he could put it on the screen. Yeah, I didn't give him anything. My apologies he's to my Jesse. Son and I didn't give he is a son. genius. Like Good He's job, like Jesse. doing a great job. Everyone is doing a great job here with the team. <laughs> Putting worth on everybody, even those that have done nothing. 
chariots. Now, you would think that chariots mean nothing to us today because we have cars. We have trains. We have planes. We have rocket ships. We have all these. But chariots doesn't just mean chariots Mm. in the Bible. Like, it's a word that is really deep and profound in the Aramaic. It's it's a vehicle, okay? But it's, it's mainly talking about the rider. So that some trust, it's a selfish position. So it's looking, some trust in the being the rider, the driver of a vehicle. Yeah. But not only that, but wow. gathering around them a group of people that are going in the same direction, following yeah. the same course, going at the same speed. Remind you of anything that's happening, you know, congregation, yeah. gathering yeah. together. vehicle. But not only that, but the word chariot has in it of a millstone. It has the... Um, uh, the description of being a millstone, but not just a millstone, the top millstone. So millstones work like this. They used to grind, and they still do. The yeah. Lorkey um, group over in South Australia um, grinds with stone. The, uh, the Gruel company out at Lake Clullerane locally, right, yeah. they grind there with, with stone. So you have one stone on the bottom and a millstone on top. So this word, some trust in being in chariots, means the top millstone. So... In the grind of life, you want to be on top. Mm. In the grind of life, of of the hard grind of life, some trust in being on top, being the top of the grind. And some trust in horses. That's not just the beautiful steed of of horses, but it's talking about being able to run and skip for joy. But it's a place of um, division. It sounds weird that a horse would represent this, but in its context... It means um, bringing to a separation, to wound. Some, tr- you know, some trust in horses means actually to be able to inflict damage, yeah. to separate, to, to have power yeah. over, um, and to, to hurt. So some trust in being able to get, you know, be on top and to be able to inflict wounds so that they get what they want. But we don't. We trust in the Lord, in the name of the Lord our God, and his name is provider. His name is protector. We don't have to fight for it. He provides it. He he is protector. He is provider. He is healer. I, I, I just think that we're in this season, so God, we can be open to God and just say, nothing else is going to save us except you. And when we come to that awareness, I just, I just, I'm not the only one. I, I'm a bit slow on these things, but I think that God is really moving across the planet yeah. of the earth, um, the, the face of the earth. Let's try that. Planet of the face of this earth. Yes. Yes. Flat earth. Hey, you know the Flat Earth Society? That's a, that's a notion that's going around the whole globe. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I had that one as well. Don't. For everything of this world, the system of this world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. We put value in those things. What's going to make me feel good? What, what looks good to me? Mm. And what's going to elevate me to that top position, top position. of grind, wow. of the grind, so well, that I'm in that the top position. Of this world. Because we think that that's where we need to be to be successful. Yeah. But the Word of God actually says submit to one another. Oh, come on. Yep. Serve one another. As you serve the Lord, serve your earthly masters as you're serving the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord. Put worth and value into this. Love one another. Serve one another. And I just love it that there are so many during this time, instead of protesting, they are saying, we forgive. 
Mm. We're, they're calling out for peace and harmony at this time. And we join in that, yeah. saying, guys, we're in this together. We may be fa- we're going through the same storm, but we might be in different boats. But I, I'm telling you now, get Jesus in your boat or get in Jesus' boat wow. because he's the one that can calm you at the seas Change. in your life. You might think, oh, if only we could just get this through. That, that, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to use this out of context, that black lives matter because they do. Every life. Like, Every life. To God, he made of the whole of creation, the beauty of the whole of creation. And there is so much beauty in mankind. Yeah. But then when we get off the track in him, oh, there's, there's so much stuff that is not nice in us that comes out when we're just going on our own reasoning and what we think is right. Yeah. Where is the, where's the boundary? And I'm so glad that God has set yeah. a, you know, a bedrock in Jesus for us to be able to follow. That's um, excellent. It's interesting, Proverbs 11.28, that's Proverbs 11.28, a life devoted to money and to things is a dead life. It's a stump, but a God-shaped life is a flourishing tree. I love, you know, that's so beautiful. A God-shaped life, one that you are... It's not like, oh, God's shaping it, but you submit to God shaping you. Yes. You allow... like because. You know, when you find an offence in your life, you're like, oh, how dare they do that to me? But when you read the Word of God, it says, no, no, forgive. Mm. My dad, our dad, used to always say, well, he still does to this day, he says, if you get offended, you must have your fenders out. Because <laughs> we can take offence at anything. Somebody just says the wrong thing and we take offence. A politician just slips with one word and everyone's like, uh, uh, down on top of them because they want to take offence and get that one up so they can be the top grindstone because some people trust in being the top grindstone. Sounds like an Aussie thing, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Put other people down, get up on top. And poppies aren't that tall. Well, that's why it's easy to be <laughs> a, a tall poppy. <laughs> I, I distracted you from that one. No, yeah, one, 1 Timothy 6.17, going back to the word of God, not yes. the word of Adrian. 1 Timothy 6.17. That's fine. You want to Is that one-up, Mr. Shapiro? You I feel better know. being on top, do you? I'm way too comfortable. <laughs> yes. It says in this, command those who think they are rich in this present life, um, in this world, not to be arrogant, nor put their hope in wealth. So there's so many things that we think that we put, you might be rich with health in your body, you might be rich Mm. with muscular body and you just think you're it in a bit. Um, I used to be like that. So I know what it's like. I like Uh, how you're pointing to me on that one. That's good. Yeah. I was pointing to me. Not to it. Yeah. You are a fine figure of a man. (laughs) Please. It's like looking at me with hair. We are brothers, for those yes. that don't know. Yeah, it's okay. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in their wealth, whatever that wealth might be. It might be intellect. Mm. It might be your ability to debate, to debate and to argue your point and your opinion. Wow. Don't put your hope in that wealth because it's so uncertain, Scripture says it, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything yeah. for our enjoyment. Yeah. Before where it says about horses, that's to get the joy out of you know, um, running and, and getting ahead of everyone else yeah. and separating from the crowd yeah. and what you think and getting out with those that can run and get further in life. But here it's saying, no, our enjoyment comes yes. from God. Yes. Our enjoyment is from what he provides us because it is way better than what this world can provide us. So true. That's so true. Like, 
I love that when you're talking about gold and stuff and, yeah. and, and the value that we... Has anyone got any gold okay, that on. I can get off you? Oh, screw it away. For somewhere. free? Oh, <laughs> like we, the value that we place on things. Um, and, and when you talk about value, like so when, when there's troubled times, gold goes up, doesn't mm. it? Like when, mm. when there's war, gold goes up. When there's famine, gold goes up because people put their trust in it. It's like, what can we trust in? It's got to be something. We, what's got security? Yes, I know gold will always go higher or, you know, it'll travel well, so I'll put my money into that. Yes. It's a more solid toilet paper. Wow. Because <laughs> a little while ago, toilet paper it, no. was the benchmark of if only I could get some toilet paper. It's much better if, than if that. If you had a, a toilet paper detector, like a metal detector, sorry. <laughs> How do you detect what toilet paper is? Uh, Back so, to Adrian. Yes, what I was saying. So... I love that, that God's word is valuable throughout all of time, no matter what, yes. what's going on around us. And, and, and I would say, like, obviously, more than gold, God's word is valuable. But during, during times of trouble, oh. that's when God's word is going. much more valuable. Yes. That's when God's word can bring <clears throat> more peace than we can ever look for in, in man's things. You know, more, so more presence of mind. Calmness, mm. uh, perspective, uh, love, oh. and, and hope yes. than what you can get out of just having material things. Because we've seen people conquer the whole world, but everything, usually those guys that conquer the whole world, things end up bad for them anyway. Oh, yeah, I mean, how, how many times in history have, have guys reached the, the, the ultimate of ruling over nations and then just to be shot in the back by someone else or stabbed Alexander in the back the by great. someone else? Charlemagne. God's word Sorry. is valuable throughout all times. And, yes. and I was silly enough as I was preparing these notes that I did not write down what verse this is. So I'm pretty sure it's Corinthians. Uh, but it's talking about you know, how I, um, I speak in the tongues of Corinthians 13. There you go. Thank you. My brain's not working too fast there. Um, You're on camera. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. You know, I, I can speak so well and I don't have love. I'm just like a clanging symbol. If I have the gift of prophecies uh, and profound understandings of God's hidden secrets and I possess unending supernatural knowledge, yeah. this is the Passion Version. And if I yeah. have the greatest gift of faith that, not, that could move mountains, but I have not learned love, I'm nothing. And if I am so generous to give away everything, you know, but I don't have love, mm. pure motive of love, then I gain nothing. And how amazing and perfect love is. And, and, and God is love. Yeah. God is the perfect version of love. It's not just a love here on this world that we see. I love everything, but it's God's love. That's got the value that through all times. Uh, and it says in verse 13, it says, it uh, talks about you know, that these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. Um, yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run your life. Yeah. Oh, how, how cool is that, that? Let love be the beautiful prize that you run your life for. Yeah. Valuing love and those around you and loving those around you and seeing how Jesus loved everyone around them, no matter what their race or creed or, or color or anything. The Samaritan woman at the well, mm. he went and served her. You know, the, yep. He tells a story about the, the, the good Samaritan who, yes. even though the Jews hated the Samaritans, he went and helped the guy that was in trouble and in need. Yeah. The stories that Jesus tells and the way he lived life shows Love in everything he does. Breaks down barriers, doesn't it? Totally removes barriers between 
Yeah. You know, those that are um, indignantly righteous against like a woman caught in adultery, yeah. and he says, where are your accusers? He just wiped the, just removed the barriers. Between Samaritans and the, the Jews, he was saying, well, which is the neighbour, the good Samaritan is? Because, yeah. The neighbour. Yeah, the neighbour. Because the, the, the Jews were trying to trip him up and he tells this story and, and who's my neighbour? And it's, it's everyone, yeah. anyone, whoever it is. Mm. And this, you know, this time of unrest that, that, um, that all lives matter, mm. God's love is what shows us that all lives matter. Yeah. Not, not just a, a, a hashtag or anything like that. It's God's love to us. Yes. God's love for us that even though we're here, we were his enemy, uh, we were enemies of God, he first loved us. And we now then get to have that love that we can share mm. to others around us. We, we, yeah. can, we can show that to people no matter who they are. That's the value that we find in people. That's, that's what finds value no matter where we are. What we're doing is God's love for us yeah. and how we can show that for others. Yeah. Like I, I haven't actually, I've never heard somebody, like a report of someone um, passing away saying and they passed away peacefully surrounded by their um, mountains of gold. No. They passed away peacefully surrounded by their Lamborghini, their Ferrari, and their G6 plane. No, it says they, they passed away peacefully surrounded Come by on. loved ones. That's right. Isn't love the highest? Like, yeah. isn't love the most valuable? Isn't love... Like, you can have so much in life that you can work for, but if you don't have love, it's just... It means so little. Like, I've seen and talked with people that, that have worked their whole life trying to get somewhere, and then they've left their family behind... And it's mostly men that I've seen do this. And they leave, yeah. they've been working so hard that when they get older in life, they realize that they don't even know. They're so far apart. And that's why we need to be in harmony and unity. So there isn't that separation. Because wow. it doesn't take long before you're miles apart. It's, just a it's like when I hit a golf ball. You only need to be a fraction out. You can be miles apart from where the hole is yes. to where I've my ball that. is every time. And Paul's as well. When he... Not mine, though. Yeah, no, I hear him bad, too. So, Paul says this in Ephesians to the, to the letter at Ephesus um, from the message. Ashley always hits it straight in the goal, on the golf course. My response is to get down on my knees before the Father, this magnificent Father who parcels out all heaven and earth. I ask Him to strengthen you by His Spirit. Not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength. You know, that's reflecting back to last week. We talked about the Holy Spirit and Pentecost. And um, I I was just blown away. And I'm going on what Bill Johnson speaks of because it it is such good gold in there. But he he was talking about the last words that Jesus said on the planet. Mm. And most people, if you ask them, what are the last words that Jesus said? They say, go into all the world, you know, making disciples, you know, the Great Commission. But he does it, doesn't he? The last words. The last words were, wait in Jerusalem until you receive power and authority. You're going to be yep. baptized in fire and you're going to have authority to be my witnesses. Um, and that, yeah. But he said this interesting thing. He said, it is better that I go so you can receive the Holy Spirit. Now, this is Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, who they had just had three and a half years of intense, 
intense relationship with, that they could go to him and ask any question about yeah. what is the kingdom of God? What's the answer to this? How do we respond to this? How do we cast this out? How do we heal this person? How do we do this? How do we make this happen? Yeah. And he was giving them guidance. He was correcting them. He was building their faith. He was opening their eyes. And he said, it's better that I go wow. so that you receive the Holy wow. Spirit. So we've got to look at That's it amazing. and go, so is it better for me at the moment that, you know, is it better? Like, if I had Jesus with me now, would it be better or worse? Like, the thing is that His Holy Spirit, Jesus said, it is better that I go so the Holy Spirit can come. Because Jesus was just one person on the earth, but the Holy Spirit is now poured out over the whole of creation. And God says, it's not by power, it's not by brute strength, it's not by force, but it's by my Spirit. And His Spirit is doing something across the earth at the moment. Continue on with this scripture in Ephesians 3, 14 to 19, that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite Him in. And I ask Him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breadth of it. Reach out and... And test the length of it. Reach out and plumb the depths of it. Reach out and rise to the heights of it. There's four dimensions there. It's not just three dimensions. It's talking about breadth, length, depth, height. That's four dimensions. God's God's realm has got so many dimensions to it. Live full lives, full in the fullness of God. Full in the fullness of God comes through that love, comes through that allowing God to shape us and mold us. It comes through trusting God because He is in control. Yeah. Heaven is His, what does it say? Heaven, the earth is footstool, I know footstool. that. I'm glad He hasn't got smelly feet. Oh. His feet would smell amazing. Everyone's washing His feet. Oh. No. Oh, man. We're going to have communion. Heaven is His stool. And the earth is his... No, what is it? Heaven is... Throne, thank you. Just leave it. Did I say that really loud then? I was shouting out to my wife there. Heaven is his throne. The earth is his footstool. That isn't to make us insignificant because he actually sent his son Mm -hmm. to die for us. That's how significant and worthy he sees all of mankind to be. Wow. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. We're just going to, if you, you have communion with you, if you've got a cup of coffee and, I don't know, some raisin bread um, at the moment, having breakfast or if you're having lunch or having dinner, um, the Word of God and Jesus encourages us to do this in remembrance of what He has done for us. And then Paul goes one step further and says, this is a proclamation. His body being broken for us is a proclamation of yeah. the healing that we get. The blood being spilt is a proclamation of the new promises and the new relationship that God has forged with us through Jesus. So we're going to take the bread and eat it. We're going to drink the cup this morning, giving thanks, remembering what Jesus did for us, his teachings, his, his nature, his atmosphere in life. I want to be so much more like Jesus. I don't like Stephen. I like Jesus. And the more we put to death us and more we take on the life of Jesus and, and you know, reflect Jesus, mm-hmm. we reflect the Father, we reflect His nature. 
You want to give thanks this morning? Yeah. Thank you, Thank Father. Father. Oh, we bless your name, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm so thankful for the words that are written down in Scripture that you've given us. Mm. The example that you set when you lived on this planet. The sacrifice you made. It gives us hope for the future. Oh, Lord, thank you. Because you did that for me. You did that for each of us. God, if there's any part of us that is not reflecting the goodness of your son, Father, would you wash that away as we take this communion today? We ask for your forgiveness. Where we've looked at people and seen them differently because of their colour or because of their culture, would you wash that away, Jesus? Holy Spirit, would you come and change how we see things? Mm. We want to partner with you to see things how you see things. We want to love what you love. I thank you that it's all possible through the great gift of your son, the sacrifice he made and his rising to the throne of heaven and sitting in authority and smiling down on us today. Father, thank you. Thank you for your beautiful son, Jesus. Declare your goodness today. Mm. Amen. Amen. Let's eat and drink. Giving thanks and proclaiming everything that Jesus achieved for us the healing, the peace, the relationship, the joy, yeah. the provision. Did I already say that? I feel like mm. I've said a lot of things this morning. Thank you for your body that was broken. Thank you by your stripes. We have healing. We are healed. We just claim healing for those that right now. Thank you for life flowing through through bodies. Thank you for harmony. Thank you for balance. Thank you for dis-ease going and ease permeating bodies today. Permeating minds. Permeating households. Father, I thank you for households that are out of order. That you would bring harmony and balance, forgiveness and peace. Thank you for the promise of peace, Father. You're a good Father. You're a good Father. All your ways are good. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That's awesome. If, if God has done something through these messages that you've been hearing, please share, with it. share it yes. with us. Um, chuck it on our website. Yes. Um, Put some praise reports out there because we love hearing from that. Um, if you have anything you need, uh, if there is any area you need prayer for, please post it on the website as well. It, it, it's safe. We don't just chuck it out to everyone. But we'd love to pray for you. We, we don't know if, if we don't know. Uh, so let us know. We'd love to help. That's what we're here for. Mm. God bless you. Yeah. Have an awesome week, guys. We'll see you again soon. <laughs>